Welcome to Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Are you looking for a genuine relationship with God to experience His joy and His love, eliminate doubt and fear in your life, and find your God-given purpose? Today on Freedom Talk, you'll find answers in today's message through God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Robert. Are you ready for the Word today? Amen. I'm excited about this. Today's message The title of the message today is Removing Negative Labels. Removing Negative Labels. You may be, think about it, you may right now in your heart or in your mind, you may be believing something about yourself that is a negative label that either you placed upon yourself or the enemy placed on you or something somebody said was placed upon you. And you may be, I'm not saying that you are, but you may be believing a lie that God never intended you to be walking around with. And the truth of his word will has the ability to remove that label and to give you a new label in Jesus Christ. Are you ready for that? Amen. Yeah. Amen. So today we're going to talk about how to remove these labels in our life. One of my favorite stories is about an eagle and a prairie chicken. One day, a prairie chicken found an egg and sat on it until it hatched. Unbeknownst to the prairie chicken, the egg was an eagle egg, abandoned for some reason. And that's how an eagle came to be born into a family of prairie chickens. While the eagle is the greatest of all birds, soaring above the heights with grace and ease, the prairie chicken doesn't even know how to fly, unfortunately. In fact, prairie chickens are so lowly that they eat garbage. Predictably, the little eagle being raised in a family of prairie chickens thought that he was a prairie chicken. He walked around, he ate garbage, he clucked like the prairie chicken, and one day he looked up, true story, no, no. Um, and, and one day he looked up to see a majestic bald eagle soar th- through the air, dipping and turning. When he asked his family, what is that? They responded, it's an eagle. But you could never be like that because you are just a prairie chicken. Then they returned to pecking the garbage The eagle spent his whole life looking up at the eagles, longing to join them among the clouds. It never once occurred to him to lift his wings and try to fly. The eagle sadly died thinking that he was just a prairie chicken. So I want to ask you, what lies are you believing about yourself that are labels that are keeping you down? You know, you and I have been born again of the Holy Spirit. We are new creations in Christ, but there may be labels placed upon you that are making you feel like or declare out of your mouth things that are less than what God has created you in Christ to be. Uh, As a teenager, Walt Disney was told by his art instructor that he wasn't very creative, that he didn't have any imagination. Can you believe that? Winston Churchill failed the sixth grade and he, told, he was told that he wasn't smart enough. He went on to become one of the greatest prime ministers who ever lived. In fact, he is looked upon actually as being one of the most important figures of the century that he lived in. 
Lucille Ball was told that she couldn't act. She went on to star in the I Love Lucy show. The common denominator in the success of these people is that they chose to remove those negative labels that were placed upon them and believe something different about their life. And those negative labels are coming from different sources, aren't they? The enemy, Satan, is trying to place negative labels upon us because he doesn't want us to succeed. He doesn't want us to be anything more than uh, the lies that he is trying to place upon us. There's also people, and that's the social interactions that we have with family, friends, teachers, parents, and even strangers. How many of us have heard a teacher or a parent say something negative about us and we began to, as children, began to believe those lies about ourselves. You're stupid or you'll never amount to anything. These are reality phrases that are used over children's lives that have greater impact on their lives than at any other time in their life. From birth all the way up to about 18, if these labels are put on people, they become ingrained in who they think they are. And it can even be a stranger telling you something and you, you get hurt by something that's said or it could be an action. And then we begin to believe, well, that must be who I am. There's also circumstances. For example, a failure or a mistake or a sin on your part is used as a label. Well, you messed up here, so that's who you are, and that's who you always will be, and that's a lie. And then there's you. There's things that you whisper to yourself. It's called self-talk. The things that you are talking to yourself about every day, every minute, things that you call yourself, oh, you, you dummy. And you say that over and over again enough, you will start to believe that's who you really are. But God doesn't think that about you. And these are the sources uh, that are trying to bombard us to get us to think less than what God created us to be. So I have a question for you today. What negative labels are you currently believing about yourself? And in order to do that, number one, we must first, this is very simple, but first we must identify what the label is. And in order to do that, we need to get alone with God and ask the Holy Spirit, what are the labels that I am currently believing that you want to confront in me in order for me to get free in whatever it is that I'm believing about myself that I shouldn't be? Some labels are easy to identify in your life. You know, there's the big ones like Someone says to you, you're dumb or you're stupid. You'll never amount to anything. Thomas Edison was told by his teachers that he was stupid. You want to talk about an iconic figure that revolutionized because of his smarts, revolutionized the way that all humanity lives. The great inventor and the light bulb and everything, uh, movies and things like that came from Thomas Edison. But his teachers told him when he was young, they couldn't understand where he was. He was told that he was stupid. But the good thing is he had a mom that believed in him 
and said, don't listen to what they're telling you. They don't, they don't get you. You're far beyond. She, he, she would tell him, you're far beyond what they, they think about you. And so she would talk to him. She would speak good things to him that he would be able to grab a hold of and believe that label rather than the labels that were trying to be put upon him. Maybe somebody has told you, you'll never, you'll never amount to anything. Those are the obvious ones, but some labels are not so obvious that are a little bit more subtle. Do you remember when God was going to anoint and choose the next king of Israel and Saul was blowing it and God says, I've got to do something different because he is not connected with me anymore. He's doing things his own way. He's, dis- he's being disobedient. So I'm going to anoint another person. So God chooses to anoint David, who's out in the shepherd's field. But his father, when they are going through the selection process, you know, is it this one? Is it this one? Is this tall and handsome? No. Is it this one? This one's got some good things happening here. No, it's not that one. And they get through all of them. It's not any of these, Samuel says. Well, who else could it be, you know? And the father is basically declaring that this is the best of the best. You're not going to want what's out here in the shepherd's field. He's not qualified. He, that's why he's not even in this lineup. You know, those are the subtle things that are spoken either to us or about us. And God says, uh-uh, I'm not looking at all those labels that you think are important. I'm looking at this person over here who's spending time with me, who loves me with all their heart, who has a heart after my own heart, that's the one that I want. He says, man looks out the outward appearance, the outward label, but God looks at the heart. And so David is chosen, in a sense, overcomes those labels spoken over him. This is the way that the enemy works. He would love to put the label on you to keep you right where you are. Now listen to this. The enemy doesn't fight you for where you are, he fights you for where you are going because he doesn't want you to advance. He doesn't want you to succeed. He doesn't want you to become more than what you are right now. And so the lies go out and he fights you on that because he doesn't want, he doesn't want the church to succeed. He doesn't want the church to advance. So if he can lie about it, and make us feel like we're less than, then it's a, it has a crippling effect on us. And, and he knows that God has amazing things in your future. So what does the enemy try to do? He tries to discourage you. He tries to intimidate you. He tries to make you feel inferior. The words that are spoken are like seeds. And if we keep them around long enough, those seeds begin to grow. Those negative labels people have put on you play over and over in your mind if you don't take care of it in the initial state, in the initial phase. So you've got to, the seed comes in, you've got to destroy those seeds immediately as you identify them with the Holy Spirit. And those wrong labels can keep you from the destiny that God has for you. Do you know in psychology, I remember reading this when I was in college, there is a psychological term that's actually called labeling theory. The, basically the theory that points out that once a person is labeled in society as a deviant, for example, 
it ends up getting worse for that person because they believe the lie that that is who they are from that point on. So it is a vicious cycle that happens because if a person, say, for instance, is in a family where maybe they're not receiving affirmation or receiving love, this happens over and over again, then many times they'll look for family source outside of the family unit. And that is things like gangs. And those gangs become like a family because that's what's missing in their own family unit. But in psychology, the labeling theory is that when a person escapes to that gang, well, they may not be anywhere near the state of a gang member. But by associating socially with that group, then they are labeled with that group. And they may start changing their, the way they dress, uh, the way they look, to identify with that group. The sad thing is once they begin to identify with that group, then society places a label upon them that says, you are a deviant. And then they begin to pile that upon their belief system and begin to believe those things that aren't true about themselves, but they begin to believe those things about their own identity. And then it gets worse from there on out. They may get in trouble with that group, and then they may get put into prison. Now they're in a whole nother identity there. And it's a cycle that has to be broken, and only Jesus can break that uh, cycle. These labels are hard to break, but that's where Jesus comes in. So once we identify the label, we must then remove it. And that's number two, remove the label because it's a lie. Removing a label is much like removing an old bumper sticker on the back of your car. Have you ever tried that? And you're trying, you're trying to scrape that thing off, and whatever glue they used was something supreme, and the paper is just is not, and it's, it's a mess, and it's, it is like fortified, hardened glue, and you're trying to get that thing off, and you're trying all kinds of chemicals and things. And a lot of times, labels that we've placed upon ourselves are, are like that. It's very difficult to remove those things from our life. How are you looking at yourself through what people have told you or how God labels you? So some of the sticky bumper stickers are things like addict. You will always be an addict. That is a negative label. You don't want to have that label on you for the rest of your life. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And some people, and and I, okay, I'll be honest here, but some in some circles, they tell you to believe that, that this is who you will always be for the rest of your life. And the last time I checked the word of God, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, if um, the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. The Bible says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. No ifs, ands, or buts to those scriptures. They are true. Amen. What about being sick? You know, well, the doctor says you're always going to be in this state of disease or, or sickness, and you're going to have this for the rest of your life. That is a label. And the last time I checked, that's not what the Word of God says. The Word of God says, by his stripes, I am healed. Uh, and he took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. 
and by his stripes. He took them upon himself on the cross, and by his stripes we are healed. Those are the new labels that we need instead of these old sticky, uh, sticky bumper stickers that the enemy tries to put on us. Amen. You're overweight, and you will always be overweight. That's a lie. That's a lie of the enemy. You're too short. You're too tall. You're stupid, dumb. You're an average student. That's something that people have to overcome. You know, you, know, you should see that the other students are advancing. You're just one of those average students. That is a lie that needs to be confronted and needs to be removed in your life. If you really apply yourself the way that you know that you can, you can advance uh, just as much as anybody else. Amen. Here's another one. You're a slow learner. So you're just going to have to deal with that. You're a slow learner. And uh, God says, no, that's not, that's not what you are. You, you need to believe what I'm telling you you are. How about you've, here's another one. You've failed too many times. You've failed too many times. The last time I checked that when you go to the cross and you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, that when you are washed in the blood of Jesus, that all of your sins are canceled. Every mistake that you've ever made is removed. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us, and he said, I will remember them no more. That's the God I serve. Amen? Amen. You'll, another one is you'll never amount to anything, and that's a lie as well. In order to remove the label, sometimes past hurts need to be healed because through the hurt, we actually believed a lie about ourselves because of the, you know, we were hurt by somebody, especially as a child. We were hurt by somebody, and what do we do? We create a negative belief system about ourselves, a lie about ourselves, and those lies have to be confronted. So sometimes it, me- it makes total sense to go back into your life and look at those times that you were hurt with the Holy Spirit and identify those hurts so that you can remove the lie that you believed about yourself. Sometimes removing a label means that you stop listening to the sources of those lies. I have a little funny story with this. One of my relatives, she's in the house right now. She, she said in a funny way after one of the services, she said, um, you know, I have something funny to tell you. She said, back in the 90s, I used to listen to a, a band called Garbage. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That's true, huh? I, I listened to a band called Garbage, and their big hit song was Stupid Girl. And she said, I would listen to that song over and over again. And it would just play a popular song, listening to it over and over again. And she said, I began to, she gave me permission to say this. She said, I began to believe that about myself because I would sing that song over, oh, you're just a stupid girl. You're just a stupid girl. And she said, I had to come to a place where I cut off the source of that song and started listening to something better. And then I uh, added my two cents to be funny. I said, yeah, and stop listening to that garbage. (laughs) It's so fitting, right? Praise the Lord. She's listening to better stuff and hearing good things about herself because she is smart and God loves her and has plan and purpose uh, for her life. So stop listening to the sources, the bad sources. Stop listening to that garbage. Amen. 
Amen. Sometimes removing labels means, if you want to really remove them, it means disassociating yourself with people who are labeled with the negative label that you are trying to get away from. What do we do? We just keep hanging out with them. They've got the the gang or the group has the negative label, but what do we do? We keep hanging out with them, thinking that that label somehow is going to be removed, but sometimes it takes disassociating yourself. Oh, but we were friends. You know, that's a lie of the enemy sometimes. Oh, you know, the, the devil says, oh, but come on, we've been friends for years. We've been friends for decades. And you say, not anymore. We're not running together anymore. I'm not running with the devil anymore. That was another one song. Why would you sing that? Who would ever want to run with a snake and get bit and everything like that? I'm not running with, with him anymore. So we have to say that sometimes to the groups that we've associated ourselves with and disassociate ourselves from them and say, I love you. God loves you. Jesus died on the cross for you. Come follow him. I'm going to follow him. You can come with me if you'd like, but I'm going a new direction, and I can't run with that anymore. Do you realize that right now in the United States of America, there are negative labels trying to be placed upon our country? Things like the enemy wants us to believe that we are a racist nation. And that lie, that label that's trying to be placed upon us is exactly that. It's a lie. And what it does is if people believe that, then the racism doesn't get healed. It gets worse because people, oh, well, that's the way there's no, there's no remedy to it. There's no fixing the problem. It, it, and it's doing it without God's love. When a nation gets on their knees and get and repents and gets right with God, the, the natural flow is that the love of God comes in and nationalities are joined together. They don't look at the color of their skin anymore. They look at each other through the eyes of Jesus Christ with God's love. I want an answer to the problem, not a, an increase to the problem by placing another negative label upon us. And it's time for the church to stand and say enough is enough. Amen. Amen. To say, to label our nation, to say we are no longer a Christian nation. That was a lie because the majority of people in our nation are Bible-believing Christians. But the enemies tried to hammer us over and over, day by day, to say you're no longer that. It's time for the people of God to stand up and say, no, that is who we are. We are a Bible-believing country. We do enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it will increase, and we are going to get a revival going here and get the revival of fire going. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Amen. Amen. Get into that process of removing the label. The third point I have here is to replace the label with the truth of God. I love the story of a pastor and a drug dealer. The drug dealer, this is a true story, but the drug dealer got saved. And so he started to go to church and he was talking to his pastor one day and he said, pastor, being a drug dealer is the only thing that I've ever been good at. And he believed that lie about himself. I love what the pastor replied. True story. The pastor said, that's not true. Listen, if you can sell drugs, then you can sell medical supplies. If you can sell drugs, then you can sell stocks and bonds. 
To sell drugs, you have to get the word out. That's called advertising. You can do that too. You have to manage your inventory when it comes to drugs. So if you can manage your inventory, that's called administration. And you have the ability to administrate. You also have to take care of your clients. <laughs> that's, called, <laughs> that's called customer service. And so you're gifted in all these. You see the creative way he turned that around? And that's where Jesus comes in. He can tell you the truth about your gifting, your personality, your spiritual gifts, and he can turn it around for you and show you what you're good at and use it for him and use it for his glory. Thank you for joining us today on Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Freedom Talk is all about equipping you to walk in God's freedom every day. With a focus on outreach, Freedom Church loves to be part of what God is doing all over the world, both locally and globally. You can join Freedom Church for services Sundays at 10 a.m. at 4065 Grass Valley Highway in Auburn. We'd love to meet you, pray with you, have you visit as a guest, or you can join online at freedom-church.tv. If you enjoyed this message, we'd love to hear from you. To ask for prayer or say hello, visit our website and click on Connect Card at freedom-church.tv. Join us next week at this time as we continue our journey of freedom in God's Word on Freedom Talk.